0: Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we have a smorgasbord of things to watch this week. We watched the last episode of Loki, or at least the last episode in this season of Loki, so it's episode 6, and major spoiler alert for that one. We also watched the original Space Jam film and Space Jam A New Legacy. Spoiler alert for those, plot is less important. And finally we watched Pig, which is a new film starring Nick Cage, and then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of follow-up points. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? We've come to the end, but not the end of Loki. Because major spoiler alert, I guess we're getting a season two. How did we all feel? Like, I I have many feelings, but I will defer to you two first. Yeah, I have
1: feelings. You want to go first, Mark? Or do you want me to jump in?
2: Well, Jackie, as the person who enjoyed it the most... That's did- what I was going to say. Is Jackie, go like, first? Yeah, you have first. Liked it the most. Oh, okay, so I, of course, still enjoyed it. <laughs> Which is shocking, because I thought that I would really hate having the villain sort of introduced and revealed in the same episode be obnoxious. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I thought they handled it pretty well, actually. I thought that the actor did a really good job. I, of course, enjoy a monologue. So I was enjoying the whole monologuing thing. Um, I can understand how it would be like too much exposition uh, for some folks. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know how I feel about a season two, but I do like the way that they sort of set it up and like how time travel is going to kind of go and what Kang were sort of, Maybe seeing in different places and why we might see more than one type of king or king. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't
0: know. on right. Both thoughts. Matt.
1: Yeah, I'm very mixed bag about it. You know, I, as we all know, I haven't really been loving the series, and I thought that this felt pretty in line with how I felt about the whole thing. I think we talked about last time. It was like, it was so clear that they were dropping every you know Nathaniel Richards hint that they possibly could, but. I still don't feel like it was earned necessarily to just bring him in like this in one episode where, like, all these things that they were dropping, you're only picking up on that if you're a fan of the comics or if you're reading things about people picking it up. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily thinking, oh, that must be this guy Nathaniel Richards because we've never heard of him in this universe. So it still didn't, I didn't think the structure of it felt very, like, they earned bringing him in, which I think you agreed with Jackie like saying, you know.
0: Totally. And I
1: thought that the the structure of the episode itself did a pretty okay job introducing him and kind of making it like, okay, I understand who this player is in this universe. I will say I wasn't loving Jonathan Majors in the role. I wasn't loving his performance really at all. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of bummed by that. But then I was happy that, you know, I guess this is all spoilers. But I was happy he died because I was like, okay, well maybe whoever we meet, the other variants we're going to meet of this character later on, maybe I'll like them better, <laughs> but I wasn't liking his performance.
2: The thing is, I thought his performance was interesting in the way that, like, he did keep us captivated through a very long monologue situation. But I think it was a little bit, or at least to me, it felt like it was trying very hard to be, like, a Doctor Who, zany sort of thing. And I wasn't sure I bought it. Well, it was, yeah, it was zany, and then it was very, very
1: explainy, explainy, mm-hmm. and then it turns out, like, he's just hoping that one of, that they'll just relieve him of what he's been doing by keeping what he's calling peace going in these timelines between the other Nathaniel Richards out there. It kind of felt like, oh, so you really thought that Loki or Sylvie, like, would, we're going to come in here and just decide to stay in this castle and just rule over time in, in your place? Like, was that... And, I, you know, unless he's just being coy no matter what, but it was just this thing where he felt very, he was overdoing it. He was over it, over the job, and wanted to just be out of it, so he was totally happy to die. But it was just kind of like, okay, this also just feels like you just, Marvel Universe, you just want to explain to us how this time all works and everything, and you just needed to do it in this way where this villain is monologuing for 45 minutes. And it just kind of felt like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I it was not – I don't know. I was, I, I, okay, so I, I started the episode on a high because when we opened the door and Miss Minutes is there, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we it's it. so excited it's be to Miss see Minutes. her. It's, it's Miss Minutes. and not this, just Yeah. <laughs> We've got it. We pre- predicted <laughs> it. And then it was just all downhill from there. And I, I really liked Jonathan Majors, but he was in a different show than the other two were. And it was just – I don't know what was going on with that performance. It was scenery chewing. It felt like his accent or his like the way he was delivering certain words was very odd. It did not feel earned. As we've said before, I was just like, how are we going to address this in Quantumania? Like the Ant-Man movie? Like, how are we, are we supposed to already know who this is? Are we going to meet a totally new one in that one? Like, are we supposed to be confused? I don't, this is not how I wanted to meet our next big bad. Assuming this is our next big bad. I just, yeah.
2: Yeah. I can feel that, but I, I don't know. I, lo- I kind of really like the idea of an army of the next villain. Yeah. Yes. But if yeah, you're even though they're not like working that, together, be like they're not working that. together. But I kind of like the idea that they're all sort of different, and that everyone sort of is dealing with their own different sort of variant, and then eventually they'll be funny conversations of them all talking about it together or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. No.
1: And I think that that was always a thing that. Even with Kang being announced that he's going to be in the universe, that was always a possibility. Yeah. And I think it's cool that we have that possibility. I very much do want uh, Nathaniel to go in as Iron Lad as a kid and start the Young Avengers still, which I think, of course, we think we're heading to Young Avengers, but I would love it if it came from Kang. Like, there are things about it that I'm interested in and everything. So it's like, I, I do like all of those possibilities. It's just... I don't know. I think it was just a mixture of like feeling lackluster about the show, not loving the performance, feeling like it wasn't earned bringing him in right now, and then kind of just feeling like, okay, whatever. Well, I'm glad it's done. And then it's like, oh, season two. It's like, oh, and then, and then with our Loki in this show being the one with Sylvie who kind of has cracked this and figured out this is what's going on, stands to reason that I don't we don't know what season two will be like, but he obviously goes back to a TVA who that is different than that doesn't know him, yeah, because now things have changed. Since Sylvie killed Nathaniel Richards here because, you know, they never called him Kang and he was wearing his Immortus outfit more than he's wearing his Kang outfit. So I don't know if they're trying to go with different things here or they're all going to be called Kang. I don't really know what they're doing, but I'm just keep on calling him Nathaniel because that's like the guy's name.
2: Yeah. But,
1: you know, we get to that point. It stands to reason to me that our Loki, who seems more bent on solving things rather than just stopping this guy might now start appearing in movies and things and Doctor Strange and all this other stuff. And it's like, I just
0: wanted to be done with this. Yes. Agree. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I want to bring up the TVA thing. Because does that mean there are actually really multiple TVAs and they're each fighting for supremacy to try and deal with this master timeline? Because that just doesn't make sense, right? It's like if one Kang... Taking out Kang shouldn't undo all of the previous
2: work, should it? Or Nathaniel or whatever you want to call him. like.
1: Yeah, yeah, whoever that was. We can call him Kang for
0: intense.
2: Oh, days. I guess I just, just assume Loki got sent to a different branch. It wasn't necessarily that That's like, like if there are so many one many branch. branches. Cuz the cuz the thing is is like I figured the timeline's going to keep going, but it's going to start splitting and stuff now, right? Okay, so I guess that's
0: possible in that
1: well, So this is what split the timeline was his removal because he created it. Yeah, right, guess, but does that
0: mean that I guess it just felt like he was put into another timeline that it was already so far along because it had an established TVA and it had a whatever. Like, is that? I don't know. I just have trouble wrapping my head around like yeah. certain nuances. I guess we don't the know universe. what. I guess I just, don't know just, what time
1: he went to, so it could be a TVA that now it could be in like 25 years, whereas like it's a TVA that true. now formed after this Kang was killed. Okay, one, that's a valid. Like, yeah, I guess we don't know, mm-hmm. but I I thought the same thing where I was like, mm. but it could
0: be. That. Right, cuz my assumption was the point of having one the TV, the TVA is because this Kang or whatever has kept the timeline in check, right? He prunes all of the, right. What's what do they call the main timeline again?
1: Not the sacred timeline. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, sacred, the sacred the timeline. Sacred. The sacred, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's like if, if this Kang has been doing their job and like they have the sacred timeline, then there shouldn't be other variants and branches that have another TVA. That was my right. logic on it. So I was like, how can there be this whole separate TVA where there's a giant Kang statue and like suddenly, you know, but you are right in that it could be a future point in time
2: Going, back. I don't know. This is why this is why this stuff is dumb. Yeah,
1: that's why time travel and stuff, it just
2: gets so messy. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, ah. That's why time travel is yeah. always such a messy component to storytelling if you want to do it. It's hard. Also. It's hard to do right. Do we think there's only one
0: Miss Minutes?
1: Well, that's the thing is that I don't know because now I'm like in this new one. Is she still there? And she was so beholden to this one guy.
0: Well, she like, she you know, she opens the door for them and again, gets my hopes up. And then we cut back to Judge Renslayer. And you know she comes back to her and she's like, "Oh, sorry, I was busy." It's like, does that mean you were all of your computing power, processing power, whatever, your whole being was taken up by going to visit
2: them? Like, is there only oh, one right. of you? Or maybe, yeah, I guess I just took it t- for her blowing her. I thought I just took it to mean she was like blowing her off. That's that's possible. But to me, I was like, wait, is it
0: is it possible that she's just there's just one Miss Minutes? Yeah, maybe again, I mean, maybe would, Miss Minutes. I mean, is that actually, would be-
2: the one. <laughs> That would be pretty interesting if there was, so.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm curious about with the I, I really one thing that I definitely didn't predict correctly was Ravana's involvement in that. Like she really genuinely seemed to not know anything. <laughs> and so she's gonna go go off and kind of go rogue here. And I don't think it's the last we'll see of her. Yeah. But uh, like maybe she'll go into a whole like Terminatrix type thing, which is a whole other persona of hers, I think. I think that was her. But yeah, it's weird. Like she she just I thought she was gonna be in the know. You know, so it's, like, considering it's, like, you brought her in, which is such a direct correlation to a Kang in the comics is one of the big clues, right? And it's, like, oh, mm-hmm. but actually she's not really working with him as far as she knows, <laughs> you know? Or yet,
0: right? right? It's, like, is she not Yeah, exactly. Or knowingly work. She wasn't knowingly working she, with yeah, him. Yeah, she,
1: she was she, working for him, not knowingly, yeah. but she's not, like, a cohort of his, like, in, right. in on the – Yeah, in on I the have,
2: the have to believe that they introduced her for a reason. Me too. More yeah. than what the show did. Because I did expect that to be a bigger part than it ended up being yeah so this is actually the only episode i've
0: in part because i feel like i rushed through it so many times and i was like oh i want to get ready for like our conversation but i was watching it again on my phone and i was trying to zoom in when they they go into her office as like a school teacher because there was some like diploma on the background i was like i bet you that's an easter egg or something. <laughs> yeah. but i did notice when i rewatched it that kang or whoever jonathan majors calls both of them loki very explicitly like yeah. he's like loki loki yeah
1: yeah, so Sylvia's just, you know, deciding she's not a Loki, but but she is. And it's like, so that's, I'm glad we got that confirmation, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that yeah. that she is. And, I, still, uh, um, I still wish I liked the love story at all, really.
0: I wish it wasn't a love story. A romantic love story.
2: Yeah, I mean, or if it had to be a romantic love story, that it was something that, like, I was invested in. Yeah. Because it's just, I, I think, I like the poeticness of someone who can't trust falling in love with someone who can't, cannot be trusted Mm -hmm. right i thought that was kind of like interesting or would have been cool but it just fell flat to me
0: i'm just still super grossed out by the i'd fall into the court of like this is like incest or something along those lines no totally
1: and i would have come out of this honestly like liking the whole thing better if when sylvie was trying to kill kang if she stabbed right through loki mm -hmm. and was like you're gonna get in my way then you're not you're not part of this, like, bye, like, you know what I mean, like, I I would have appreciated that more, and then, and then she has cracked all of this, and if we see Loki at all coming into our now time, our other timeline, it will be Sylvie, and, you know, and I, I'm not obsessed with the Sylvie character yet, I hope I'll like her more, I don't dislike her, but I'm kind of, like, you know, indifferent, but I would rather have her than, than continuing Tommy Hiddleston Loki at this point, so I would have liked that more than what we got, Yeah, especially speaking of the love story, but. Uh, What I did find was kind of interesting that I only thought of now while watching it, but I, we should have thought of this way long ago when Jonathan Majors was announced for the role, Uh, especially considering when we watched when he was kind of going over almost like the council of Kings kind of stuff where they were all coming together and fighting, you know, all this stuff. And they all looked very much like him, at least from what I could tell, Mm -hmm. you know, so his, the variants of this guy are all, you know, seemingly the same so far. And, I hope that it means that when we get Fantastic Four, that we're going to have a Black Reed Richards. So being, you know, this is his, you
2: know. Yeah, his progeny. <laughs> so yeah,
1: so it's this thing where I'm like, I thought that was pretty cool. And I was like, I hope that they, at least some, some make sure of Black. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if nothing else. But like, I think that that would be really, uh, I think that's really cool. Because, you know, whenever they've tried to go in and diversify that cast at all, it's like they always stay away from the main guy being anything but white. So interesting
0: i had the same thought but i was also thinking okay well we've seen loki variants right and we saw there's a block loki right. variant we saw whatever so there could absolutely they could they they've built themselves like a an out if they need to
1: they did but it'll be a very telling out to take
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know what i mean
1: at this point where it feels kind of like do the right thing you know yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean oh yeah i mean i hope that team is diversified across the board but overall i thought it was interesting and at the beginning oh. there. are in the opening, you know, with all the voiceovers and stuff, there was a ship that flew by really fast. And I did see people were talking about this on the internet too. And I was like, oh, cause it was a ship. And I was like, is that a fantastic for Like a little, <laughs> like little thing. Cause it was like, it was when Neil Armstrong was saying like, a step for mankind. And, um, it showed this like ship go really fast, but it also could have been like an Avenger ship or something else. But it, it would definitely.
0: Oh, I assumed more. I, again, I didn't, Pay super close But I was like oh, I assume it's like A Guardians thing Or something Yeah it could
1: be that too yeah. But I was like hoping Because you know Everyone knows The Fantastic Four origins And the space And stuff like that And I was like Hoping it was them
0: but... Yeah Which I mean yeah.
1: It's I a little fun I Little egg But either way be. It was cool to see Like whoever it was I mean, It was cool like, to see something
0: At this point That we got The big bad In Loki On a Disney Plus show Means anything is possible To me Like we're in a multiverse Somewhere <laughs> Like you know That they're like we well, right. talked
1: about We've talked about that a lot Where it's like What is this gonna look like in let's say, like you said, Ant-Man or whatever it is, if we're correct that Kang is going to be this this phase and whoever many phases big, bad kind of Thanos style in a way. Uh, if that's definitely what they're doing with the character, it's interesting to see how much this show will matter to your understanding if you didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like right now, where they're sending Wanda and Doctor Strange, they still can go back and kind of like, you know, you should have watched WandaVision, I'm sure, to really care about where she's at in that part but uh, in her journey but like at that point they still can also just kind of give you a cliff notes version of what happened and why she's now a public enemy number one Mm -hmm. you know but this kind of feels a little bit more like this was really the the purpose of this was just to show us all how this multiverse is going to work and how time travel works and all that and then if it really was to introduce this big bad you know I, don't, I mean, is he ever going to monologue again to talk about where, where, how there's so many of him and where it all came from? Or is it like, you really should watch this if you want to understand. It's just interesting to see what they're doing.
0: What's the source on him being the big bad, I'm realizing? Like, I don't remember. I think...
1: I've think i been saying that I think he's oh, going we're just to be, guessing. but I don't know if there I is think, a source.
2: I don't think there's like
1: a... It's just that he's... They've never he's... officially
2: said anything. It's just that he is yeah. a very big villain. Right. We
1: just know he was officially cast to be in an Ant-Man Quantumania. And the second they said Kang the Conqueror is coming, it felt very like oh okay because he's a big deal so it was kind of like okay like that's...
2: like he should be a villain in more than one movie you can't bring someone well like the things Kang that he does will have him. implications yeah that yeah that's what I mean is like Kang is so big in the MCU that he can't he's not just like a one movie villain you know? right so I'll I'll rephrase it because Ken, the character of
0: Kang is a big bad but we have made a couple assumptions and they have done things in the past where they've you know combined people or they've just sort of glossed stuff over I think Sylvie's a great example right where it's like. Uh, Sylvie's actually low key, but Sylvie could have been like an enchantress or something else, right? Or Judge Renslayer is like has ha, is is not the Judge Renslayer of the comics. So it's quite possible that we are imposing more importance on this first iteration of Jonathan Majors as Kang.
1: Yeah. I mean we're we're imposing a lot on Kang's involvement yeah. in
0: general. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So I uh, totally agree. Like so that's why I was like, you know, like if it turns out that this is what we're suspecting you know, it's interesting to see how much you will have benefited from watching this versus what the movies will tell you. Right. How they'll handle it, you know. But yeah, we could be wrong. There's so many villains that are like bigger than others in a way that like they could they could make. I mean, Scarlet Witch could be an entire big bad for the entirety of two phases.
0: Oh, God. Like,
1: you know, like with the stuff she's capable of, but also like so it's like Kang, and the way that Kang has been in the comics, the stuff that he will do will have should have ripple effects and implications across multiple MCU projects, usually. But if they chose not to go that route, they don't have to. You know, yeah, they, they don't have to do yeah. anything. I mean, we saw, not that it's MCU, but we saw what Fantastic Four 2 did to Galactus, which was a travesty. Oh yes. I mean no, I remember that. And Galactus is a
0: name as a mild comment. I knew who Galactus was and I was like the devourer
1: of worlds and he's just like a a storm cloud. Yeah. So, you know, I mean I don't MCU hasn't done anything that offensive yet, I don't think, but
0: they could. I can't I can't remember. Oh Maybe it was like I saw some joke about like giving Owen Wilson's character a, a surfboard instead of a jet ski, and making him silver oh, like surfer. Being a surfer. surfer. Yeah, and I was like, mm, no.
1: Oh, don't do it, please. No. Mm. I mean, I like I like Owen Wilson fine, but please no.
0: I was that was actually the thing that surprised me most about the fact that we're getting a season two. I was like, I don't know. Owen Wilson isn't like the biggest movie star anymore, but I was surprised that he. And I'm I'm making an assumption that he will be in season two, and that like Gugu Mbatha-Rob will be in season two. But I was like, these are people who are it's in movies limit. usually yeah good for them for agreeing yeah Yeah. well not only that just like the commitment right like yeah but i'm sure they're flexible around them i mean yeah of any closing thoughts on it i just i feel like it's not closing because now we're getting a season two and it's that's how i feel kind of it's just kind of it's left me
1: feeling a little mediocre but the whole time i was feeling mediocre i I will say for me currently if i was to rank it it's bottom it's the bottom of the three shows that have come out so far as Mm -hmm. far as my enjoyment has gone and i do think it was very consistent in what it was you know which is yeah which I don't think the other two were as much I think that like it delivered what it set out to do and it was like okay I think it was successful in the ways it wanted to be whereas the other two I did feel have little had little shortcomings that I feel like they wish they didn't but yeah as far as my enjoyment of the
2: overall thing it's
1: definitely my, my least favorite
0: Jackie is the person who liked this the most out of the three of us where would you rank it amongst the three shows
2: let's see I would rank it second
0: okay I'm assuming Wanda's first
2: WandaVision, it, and then Winter Soldier. Okay.
0: Well, I guess we'll yeah, just have to
2: revisit again.
0: <laughs> How would you rank it, Anna? That's that's tough. It's hard. I, I, it's t- tied with Winter Soldier for me. Yeah. I think its overall importance is probably going to be more, but that doesn't I, that that almost makes me like it less because I feel like it wasn't as enjoyable an experience for something that I like need to be invested in in order to. Yeah. Possibly understand or enjoy the rest of the however many years of you know movies we're gonna and shows we're gonna get whereas like at least falcon winter soldier was like we're doing this thing we're setting it up we did the thing could have been a movie instead but it accomplished its mission
1: yeah no i feel that and i think it's interesting because when i look at it all like while watching i was most excited for wandavision episodes because it was like it was exciting because it was different and it was like oh what's gonna happen where are they going with this um and it was really interesting and uh, nice to see them give so much more weight to wanda and stuff but as a complete show i like the concept of that show the best of the three but i think i like falcon winter soldier better than it as a full show as far as the success of what it set out to do
0: yes i think the reason actually i may rank it at the bottom is i feel like wanda is just spectacular and it gave us so much more information about wanda as a character right and then even falcon winter soldier gave us more information about these characters there was character development they went on arcs loki stayed pretty much loki the whole time and because we'd already seen loki go on a character arc right we'd already seen loki yeah. like quasi reconcile or like try and help out against thanos this loki didn't go anywhere yes sylvie this is why i'm like okay with sylvie and i'm interested in that and i'm like i hope we lean on that for season two sylvie yeah. has sylvie is not somebody whose growth pattern we've seen even though she's still a loki as well but like tom hilton loki go away <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm just i'm overseeing him it's so yeah i agree but you know we'll see maybe so you can pull it out I mean this universe continues to surprise me now with like what's happening and it's like my girl Echo coming in and now learning Yelena and everything is going to be in it like I'm on gear on track here to be liking Hawkeye the most out of all these things and it's like I you know like and I yeah never and, in a million years would have imagined I would want to watch that show I was going to yeah, watch it
2: and honestly, I think I think you know you can't get a really true understanding of how much I don't know how important a show ends up being to you until you're a little bit further out from it than we are with any of these shows, to be honest. Because for me, like, rewatchability is kind of, like, my highest barometer Mm -hmm. for how much I actually enjoy something slash needed in my life. Yeah. Because I'm a rewatcher. So if I like it, I'll rewatch it, right? Maybe all of them will be rewatched regularly. Maybe none of them will be. It'll be interesting to see, like, in the long term how it, like, affects me in that way. I think for me like immediate enjoyment value
0: is actually really important because I find myself rewatching a lot of them less. Like mm-hmm. it takes a lot for me to rewatch one. So the fact that I like I want to enjoy it that first time through and feel fresh and if this yeah. did not scratch that itch for me. But I, but again, t- I'm glad you enjoyed it like and I I you know, it's not a- oh, I'm yeah. just talking hey, in general. Show. I'm not yeah. I
2: wasn't even talking about Loki specifically. I was just saying in general. Yeah, fair.
1: Yeah, but I've heard I've heard a lot a lot of people who have really liked it. A lot of people in my circle that I talk to don't really like it that much, but I hear of a lot of people liking it quite a bit. And so I'm always happy that like it, it works for somebody, you know what I mean? Cause as long as it's working for somebody and, and people that are, it's helping people get even more into this universe. I'm like, okay, great. You know, like not everything's going to be for me. Yeah. But you know. Well,
0: speaking of things that I'll say weren't for me,
1: <laughs> I work for everyone.
0: <laughs> space jam, a new legacy. So, so we watched both space jam and space jam, a new legacy. Yeah, we did. Whoa!
1: oh we, did. we sure did
0: okay i'm hoping that was only at space jam a new legacy because space jam is one of my favorite films
1: oh yeah no space jam I, I still was pleasantly pleasantly uh surprised not not surprised i mean i'd seen it in the in somewhat recent years but i don't watch it all that often and i still find it funny and ridiculous actually and i
0: should take things back because like in terms of rewatchability space jam is a movie
2: i will watch anytime it's on television like i love space jam <laughs> It's just one of those ones where I'm like I don't I I don't have a love for it. I I don't I enjoyed myself well enough watching it, but it's nothing I'm that into, I guess. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, Space Jam's a film. Like I was a kid and I I had a Space Jam birthday party, of course, and it it, like I I told Jackie this over the weekend, but it it tricked me into thinking that I could be like a a basketball like sports fan (laughs) because I got really obsessed with Michael Jordan around the time Space Jam was happening. And I started like getting like sports cards. I had this like Michael Jordan card that was in like this protector that I was like really proud to have. and I had like a jersey and everything and all this stuff. And I just like, but I you couldn't tell you, I don't know if I ever watched a real game, but I was just like it made me obsessed with the celebrity of Michael Jordan and mm-hmm. I loved Space jam as a kid. so it was just like, oh, this is great. It faded because I'm like, okay, i'm not a, I'm just not that person. <laughs> but but it had the power to trick me into it. and it was like, all right, and I, I still find it nostalgic and very enjoyable.
0: So this is actually an important point I want to discuss. So I didn't actually, I think, develop a weird love for Space Jam until much later. Because I I mean, I liked it as a kid. It was fine, whatever. But knowing more about it made me appreciate it more. Because one, you know, coming from an animation background, just thinking about like the technological achievement of that film is very impressive. Uh, and two, just knowing more about who Michael Jordan is. Cause like, I feel like we all grew up in Asia. Like, you had to know who Michael Jordan was. That's, you yeah, just knew who Michael 100%. Jordan was. But it didn't mean, I didn't feel like I was a fan.
2: We were in my house, Chicago Bulls. Well, my parents were, my dad's from Chicago. Ah. So when the Chicago Bulls were doing very well, ah. everyone in my household watched the games. That was a good time to
0: be a Chicago, but like, objectively appreciated him, but wasn't like, yeah, Michael Jordan. Actually, watching the last dance in this last year has made me be like, holy shit. Like, they <laughs> right? were. They were good yeah Uh, however lebron really not a fan of just not a fan yeah that was weird i know the charm
1: was lost and you know one thing that's funny we were talking about like watching the first one is i felt like if you look at it you look at the moment in time i felt like you know michael's playing himself Mm -hmm. which lebron did too Mm
0: -hmm.
1: obviously a partially fictionalized version of himself with like wife and kids and all this different stuff Mm But I like that the movie also was like, he was in on the joke, like it was poking fun at the career choices he had made, mm-hmm. even sports-wise. And I like that that, like, it felt like this kind of meta thing where it was funny and he got it and he under- he knows it was a joke that he tried playing baseball or tried doing, you know, like, yeah. whatever. And I felt like, not that the same thing had to happen here, but that that type of charm and humor was what I felt was largely just lacking from this new film, aside from all the bad things about the script and the story and everything about it
0: but yeah, so the whole movie um, besides yeah. the rest of the besides movie but it could have had film. charm yeah, still yeah yeah so
2: yeah.
0: so this was my thought on it i want to hear what you two think so i feel like the first space jam film wrote for michael jordan's limitations mm-hmm. they were like you are not an actor and in fact this new space jam has a line about that that an athlete's trying to be actors is a bad idea and i'm like yes yeah. and it's not funny you were correct mm-hmm so if they wrote towards his limitations, like he was pretty deadpan. He's in on the joke. I feel like LeBron was like, I want to act and was like, I want to show that I'm a family man. I want to do all these things. I would, you know, and they were like, okay, LeBron. And then he is, is, he's not an actor.
2: Yeah.
1: You're right. It felt like an agenda. Yeah. Like there was an agenda for him.
0: It's so funny. Cause he's in train wreck,
2: which I absolutely love. Like it's such I a love good that movie. Film. And I think oh, when it's so good so fun in, in that it. movie. And so I was kind of bummed because I thought he was pretty funny in that movie. And so it had an opportunity to at least be funny. He wasn't funny, though. No, I think he was trying so
0: hard to be earnest that it was just like, this is so boring.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It was just not. And honestly, I got to tell you, even all that being said, I during it was just like, it's not that I think, oh, this is the most amazing actor of all time. But if you had told me going into this film, that my biggest problem with the whole thing was going to be Don Cheadle's performance. Like, I would have told you, you're
0: crazy, you're dumb, you don't know me,
1: and you would have absolutely been correct.
0: Coming on the heels of Don Cheadle, getting an, what is it, Emmy nod for his, like, three yeah, minutes it, in... Oh uh... always happens. Yeah, like...
1: Which that felt... I mean, I like him fine, but that felt ridiculous, too, where it was like, okay, you we were barely in this, but whatever. Yeah. But this was just, like... I've never, I mean, it was bad. It was just really bad. It was badly written, but, like, I couldn't buy anything he was saying ever. And, anything. again, like, preface, I so like this terrible. guy, you know? Yeah. But it was just bad. I could have cast anyone to be a villain.
0: I'm going to say it, unpopular opinion. I think Don Cheadle sometimes is a very bad actor. Sometimes he's a great yeah. actor, but sometimes he's terrible.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I don't, and i am got to say, I don't I'm love his roadie. Like, you know, in, in no. the MCU, like, I think he's okay. I think he's fine. He doesn't detract for me but i'm not in love with it i think it could be a lot better i think he has been really amazing at times in other films and then i think sometimes he's just like whatever but this was something where i was like oh i'm actually noticing you are terrible in this the dialogue's terrible oh. but it, it's a movie riddled with a lot of terrible dialogue and you are standing out <laughs>
0: yes. okay but here's my question who do you think could have pulled off keeping in mind how terrible the dialogue of algae rhythm was who would you have cast in that role
1: it's hard to say but like it what i what it what i got called to immediately and not to totally shit on a franchise that some people might like but i thought of say Charlize and fast and furious right where she it wasn't this was worse like her this dialogue was worse than what she was given that's debatable but even the dialogue <laughs> that she is given that's bad like she still does this like deliciously evil thing where she's just kind of like becomes funny and fun to watch
0: i mean she delivered like the whole thing about film. star wars the whole metaphor well about, that yeah. sold me i mean that was the yeah. best
1: line in any any film this year but <laughs> but i just was like but I you know I, but i just was a thing where i'm like someone of that caliber if you want to go with a name you're paying money here someone of that caliber who can take anything and just be evil about it okay you know what I mean like rather than Don Cheadle seems nice and then like he plays this part and I'm just like you there's no chance that this guy could be this mean I I, not that I think he's like Mary Poppins but I didn't believe anything he said and i didn't know what his motives were i was like why why am i confused about this villain's motives at least in the original one it's like they just want an amusement park and they want to have the looney tunes there to be slaves
2: which of course that made sense to me (laughs) In this one it's like he just wants them to notice him
0: i mean at the end of the day don't we all just want to be seen we all just want credit for our work i I I
1: get it but it's like uh... i thought his little psychic frame was cute
2: so out of place, though. Like, so I was just so confused because, like, he had brought everyone into the game or whatever, yeah. And and then everyone was like, "Oh no, if they don't win, we won't be able to leave." And I was like, "But he's got you, so he's already got you, so he's already won. Like, why does yeah. he need this basketball game for?" But then everyone he's continues just, like, to cheer. Sort of... But it was like, baddies. what is LeBron going to do if this guy decides not to let these people out? Like. Not only that, a like, basketball player who got sucked into this game who was also a prisoner. There is just like everyone's already taken prisoner.
0: This is my other big thing. I was like the actual villain and moral of the story is like the spyware and every, you know, everything is listening. Like everything is always listening and yet they gloss over that. I'm like that's actually the problem. Like what you know, we should no, okay, we don't want to talk about that. All right. I guess we'll just yeah. say like being seen that's the issue. Oh
1: totally but also like when he when he's unveiling like what the stakes are of this game which nobody seems to
0: object to (laughs) yeah no one
1: cares and the entire audience just continues to cheer for the bad guys yeah and it's just like but if they win you are trapped here forever all of us You you know it's just and it just felt like weird and just like what is the point of this story
0: so i would love to know what is the most upsetting scene in the film in the new one for you because i have a very specific one for me i
1: was like i can list a few scenes that i liked oh. and that's about it no. but upsetting i mean it's got to involve don Cheadle. it might be <laughs> when he became cg and like became big and i just I remember don't know i mean a lot me of out. the
2: a lot of the like looney tune characters in classic film things were pretty blasphemous oh sure
0: yeah
1: See, that was a highlight for me. I thought that was kind of funny. and I, I like, thought some
0: of them are funny. I, I want to come back to that in a second. But yeah. I, I will just say my the most upsetting thing, it's a minor but not thing. There's a, sh- there's a couple shots of like the court side and there are these Bobo extras who are clearly from other Warner Brothers projects.
2: <laughs> yeah. You White know, Walkers.
0: it's like the poorly dressed yeah. Game of Thrones wildlings. <laughs> and there's <laughs> one of the masks. And I was just like, I get that you can't get Jim Carrey for this. But the fact that you got someone who wouldn't even qualify to be in like a theme park version of this in the background, and you did not put them out of focus enough for me watching on a phone on an airplane to even to me that's I can pick up that to me was like the rock bottom of this film. I was like, there go away. There were, yeah, there were a few really few of bad them ones. in the audience. Know, was, know, like, but when so one, one, I was like, the mask is so distinct. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing here?
1: No. So, and also when he's wearing the mask, he's in such prosthetics that it's
0: like, just how did you mess this up? Yeah. Just like, like how did you same? do this? No. Couldn't, <laughs> <you know laughs> <what I mean? laughs> couldn't even do that. We're just, did like, it.
2: Like, what? We're just like,
0: put it <laughs> further back. But no.
1: Yeah. I was like, you know, my, my high biggest highlight here is that by the grace of whatever God anyone believes might be out there, that Lord of the Rings was nowhere touched in here as far as I tell, <laughs> and I am so happy about that.
2: Yeah, I was very concerned. No, I was well, thinking of something else. Well,
1: I guess yeah. maybe Hobbit. I don't know. But WB so involved with it. It's like, well, new, it's, you know, new line and whatever.
0: But I just. To go back to the the classic film thing. So that's what I was saying. I was like, okay, this film is not for us. This is because it's not the nostalgia. It's not the whatever. Like, there's like a couple lines that allude to the original Space Jam. I have oh, to say the one thing the I laughed at. Yes, but no, the one thing I laughed at is the Michael B. Jordan joke. I was yeah, like. Was this oh, yeah. Because well, at first I was like, "Oh my god, did they actually get Michael Jordan?" But the, I was like, well, "Obviously, they did, if They got, got, got him, excited. but sad for him
1: also." Yes, you know, agreed. agreed. And then it was funny with the yeah, it was funny with Michael B.
0: This was a well played. Okay.
1: Yeah, because they really built it up, and I was like, yes. "Holy!" I was like, "Holy crap!" They really. I really got thought the maybe comeback. they
0: got Michael, and I got really. I excited. thought so too. And I was like, yeah. "Wow, what a blessing of it!" The- nope, this is actually almost as good. Like this is it was very yeah. funny.
1: No, it was funny because I wasn't even considering that he has the same name. Yeah, I literally wasn't. It was just funny. It was just like, I was oh. like,
0: okay. Right. That makes
1: sense why he uses his his middle initial. Yeah, it's
0: like you couldn't even yeah. get Michael A. Jordan, you had to get my other. Like, all right, all right.
2: <laughs> but yeah.
0: okay, so it was not a nostalgia bid, right? Because it's like we don't there, there was nothing that tugged at our heartstrings, and I, I will say like the Casablanca stuff and like that that doesn't that's not what I associate with Looney Tunes.
1: No, it's timeless. That's right. a timeless film that you don't have to be you know our age to know. Yeah,
0: or like Harry Potter stuff. It, those were like the the intellectual property roadshow, but then I was also like this movie doesn't feel like it's for kids because they aren't going to know a Casablanca reference. They aren't going to no. know, like, mm-hmm. The Matrix, or they shouldn't know that. They're too young
1: yeah. for
2: this. Or so even who, The Game of Thrones. You know. It was very they confusing, like, that. who is this who for? Who the fuck is this for?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point.
1: No, I agreed with that. And I, I will say I was laughing at that sequence more than the rest of the film, and I, I really did laugh hard when Foghorn Leghorn was yes. <laughs> on that <laughs> dragon. Was I was, I don't know. That was, was the one that I thought not was not expected to me. Yeah, I did not expect it, and I laughed really hard at that. But I liked that, and I liked the scene with Bugs and Marvin the Martian toward the beginning. I thought that was really funny and charming. That like, was, that I, was I, classic that's the stuff Looney Tunes. I liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that felt classic Looney Tunes. It was one of the very few moments I felt really kind of like, okay, this worked and felt classic in the way that Looney Tunes sure. do feel, but also that the original felt.
0: Yes, but but that notice how that had nothing to do with no. anything else. Zero. Yeah, so I I was thinking about it. I was like, all right, I said this in my review, but I was like, something that does the sort of IP roadshow well is the Lego movie.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: um, I went back and I watched the Lego movie on the plane after and I was like, oh, this is actually like really good. It's funny. It has a story that's independent of this. It just happens to incorporate these other characters. If you know them, great. If not, like there's plenty of things for other people. But the fact that they literally went to the WV-verse and go through all these worlds, I was like, this just feels so gross and icky and like trying to sell me Something I don't know why, but like merch, yeah,
1: well, now that you said that, it feels like this was probably written in response to the success of the Lego movie. it was probably like they were trying to like uh, Yeah, like, oh, yeah let's, you're let's right bring the day, and then let's like just like let's fuse it with that idea in a way that doesn't work really well at all,
0: yeah, well, because the lego uh, <laughs> the Lego movie too, I did not rewatch because that it, it was almost the same in terms of like they because the Lego movie original one definitely had properties from like, they had star Wars and they had Marvel and they had like all these other pop culture things. And then clearly for the second movie, they didn't want to negotiate those. So they only use WB stuff. And it's like, mm. you can feel, you, you can just feel it. Like the jokes yeah. are not as good because yeah. it, it limits itself. And this is what, this, 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 is what what, this is what we got. Bobo, the mask in the back, not far enough. Yeah, in the that's, background. that's exactly
1: what we were given. Like, and...
0: Shitty iron giant high-fiving King Kong. And I was like, <sighs> ah, Mm, how dare you
1: i found it interesting i saw i randomly stumbled across an interview where i kind of went down this rabbit hole of like oh holy crap i didn't notice this at all until before the movie but seeing the interview did you see this lola bunny controversy yeah so like zendaya was responding to it in an interview but like people were really mad that they desexualized her in this movie by by way of (laughs) Giving her clothing that wasn't too small and also got rid of her breasts. And she was like, why are people mad that this bunny rabbit doesn't have boobs?
2: <laughs> I people knew there was about. a controversy. I didn't know because it was. Because they thought it was going too far, you know, blah, blah. And it was like, no, it was just dumb that they ever gave her boobs.
1: Yeah, they were trying That's- to make her into this, like, Jessica Rabbit type right. persona. And, like, she was very, like, don't ever call me, duh. Like, you know, she's being very, like, and I liked her in the first one, but she's just being very, like, sexy all yeah. the time. The way she's talking and stuff. That's what they're going for. So they went away from that. And they're like, let's also get rid of her breasts.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed this. It. I thought she was great in this. It's like, like, this that I was the too. one improvement for the tunes. I was like, oh.
1: Yeah. And the interview made it stand out for me more. Where I was like, I'm happy that they did that. And <clears> that, you know, I, I really liked Zendaya a lot. So I was just, I liked that. And I wish that it was better for her.
0: Be and again, this begs the question, who is this for? Because kids shouldn't be sexualizing Looney Tunes. You know, it's like. No,
1: that's what I mean. It's just, you know, like, ew, who, and who is the gross person who's like mad that the little Zendaya It's the furry community? (laughs) You know, it's the furry,
0: like, there's, or like, not necessarily the furry community, because I don't know what the division is between like cartoonified and, but either way, you know, there's like a a weird subsect of the internet somewhere who, well, yes, but they were
2: loud enough that Zendaya saw it or whatever. So I feel like, yeah, I was asked about it in an interview. I think it has to be more like toxic masculinity dudes who are just like mad about anything that changes it. I think it's toxic masculine dudes who are trying to look for a story,
0: you know, as yep. opposed to, like, I think it's a small subset that's being amplified because they're like, oh, here's a controversial story we can make about something oh. that shouldn't be controversial at all.
1: I hope that's the truth. Because I was like, if there's really that many people who are squawking about this, I'm like, y'all, you are disgusting.
0: Oh, I'm like, are there really that many people that saw this and subjected themselves? Well, to
1: totally. This? But, <laughs> like, but I guess that, but I guess it was the controversy was in the trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah,
1: I thought the trailers looked horrifying as well, so I was hardly paying attention to what body parts who had yes. what here. I just was like, okay, but you know, it I guess that that happened from the trailers, and I was right. just astonished to learn about it.
0: I highly recommend you look up. Uh, there's a clip of Sir Charles Barclay being asked about this film. Uh, <laughs> it was like a couple of weeks ago. It is the funniest, Not like sure. just the funniest reaction. Yeah, so, so I guess glowing recommendation for all of us. We should all go, everyone should run out and watch Space Jam 2. 100%. Yeah. If you're
1: in the mood, well, I think if you're in the mood to watch Space Jam, the good news is you can just go to HBO Max and then watch the first one instead.
0: Yes, that That's was awesome. my that was my like recommendation. Go,
1: so like you have to go hunting for
0: it. Right, so my follow-up question is, but re-watching Space Jam, for the two of you, it held up enough.
1: I felt it was worth it. I, I could see myself re-watching it again sometime in the near future. Like Excellent. Not like tomorrow, but it'll... It's a, there, and I enjoyed it. It's a fun movie.
0: Jackie?
2: I mean, I can't in good conscience recommend it to you, but if you do want to watch it, there's no one stopping you, and you don't have to pay for it. Are you talking it, about the new it, one or the old one? The new one. Okay, but, but no, I think one. we
0: all agree, no, on the
2: new one, but if okay, it's the old okay. one, yeah. Oh, yeah, watch the old one. Totally, have fun. Yeah,
0: okay,
2: good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, just, well, cause I, I was like, the... ooh, she's
2: harsh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. Uh... All
1: right, I, I think you realize... know, it. We... <laughs> we said it all but i think for the most part too in that older one like not like it's it's not like it's ancient it's the 90s but the animation the way they kind of did it and they you know they you could tell they had upped the animation game as far well not necessarily the animation but the style of the characters mm-hmm. and how they kind of made them almost look 3d-ish even yeah. though they were 2d in that one from the 90s and i was like I gotta say they look great still yes like that's why really it's good. such
0: an impressive film i'm like this holds up yeah. i do think i think there's some like 3d work done it, anyway but it's also like bill murray
2: and just oh, such a such a good yeah
1: it's movie. charming and it's fun to have the other basketball players and you know, were talk about mugsley bogues and all these other yeah. it was I just mean, fun you, to have them all
2: if you watch the last dance and you want to see some of them in a charming film you know watch this one it, it yes you
0: a little. i will i will backtrack one moment i will give a little bit of credit where credit is due oh i did like the lola bunny wonder woman sequence like, that was that very was cool. cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did appreciate that they included a couple of the WNBA players in this. I was
1: just going to say that. That was no, the really only
0: other improvement that I was like, okay.
1: What I really didn't okay. appreciate is that one of them was a spider. <laughs> like I was just, every time I was like, I can't even look at this, with that butt bouncing around and stuff. Really hated that. But I appreciated that. They had two WNBA stars in it.
0: I was very sad. And I assume it's because they would not have been willing to be in the same room or whatever, or, you know, that Steph Curry wasn't in it. Because I was, like, Clay Thompson was, I was like, oh. And he also, is, also looks like a living cartoon. So I was like, this makes sense. Yeah. But I don't think that LeBron would have allowed for. Also, did you look at the producers list? <laughs> it's insane. No. There are, oh, my God. Ryan Kugler.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw his name. I, I think like, Justin doing,
0: Lin. Sir? Hold on. Another,
1: what are you doing, sir?
0: Well, I a like, lot of,
1: like, what are you thinking?
0: Well, I guess, I don't know. Yes, agreed. What are you thinking? But it's also kind of like, I... I get maybe they thought they were doing a good thing in updating. Yeah, it's like,
1: I get the idea. You hear the idea of, like, oh, we're going to do a new Space Jam or we're going to have it starring LeBron or whatever, who's popular. I get the idea of, like, oh, that could be cool because everyone likes Space Jam, you know, or a lot of people do. So I get the idea of getting behind it, but but then, like, why weren't you more involved? Like, what did you do? Why did you let this happen?
0: Right. There are 17 producers on this film. That should tell you a lot about...
1: How? Almost as many, almost as many production companies that are on Pig. On yes. Projection. Yeah,
2: Justin Lin is listed as an executive producer. Oh my God, we're sitting there watching Pig, and I was like, Oh my God, I think there's six production companies. Then we count oh. them when it goes <laughs> through again, and we're like, no, Oh my we're gonna God, talk there's about- seven. There's literally seven. There's Wait, seven, seven productions. I forgot we were talking about pig this week.
1: Oh sorry, I just was I was just laughing because it called to mind that I was like, Oh yeah, there were so many production companies on that. And I was like, seventeen producers on Space Jam.
0: Wait, too. do we want to talk about Pig this week or do we wanna talk about next week?
1: I mean, we sure can. Okay. We can do
0: whatever we want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nicholas Cage and Pig. What did what did you two <sighs> think? Better or worse than Space Jam and New Legacy. You have to say better. You have to acknowledge it's a better movie than Space Jam. I mean Jam it is nothing's
1: good. nothing's as bad as Space Jam <laughs> Legacy. Yeah, you know, but I uh, yeah this okay. this film was not for me
2: not for you okay not very yeah, much for me I, oh i didn't like it at all oh <laughs> yeah i if, thought this if... might be the one to get you to
0: on not that it was good, like you know but it's different than some of his other stuff uh please continue
1: it didn't feel self-aware at all to me it felt very like trying to make a lot of seriousness out of a situation that was like what but and that we're treating this like trick. truffle trade like the- well i understand his seriousness <laughs> at point in the pig back i didn't understand anyone else's seriousness in the
2: movie it's like and then the waiters meet in an abandoned buildings to fight each other for dominance like what the fuck is happening in this movie and just everyone talks
1: to us all moody these like moody little monologues and stuff and i was like what is so serious about this like just tell this man where his pig is or don't <laughs> but like you know like I, I was looking for the story and i couldn't find it essentially yeah and
0: the story is him trying to get the pig back
1: yeah but it felt like a two line story like i was like this is at best a children's book that's like one of those little <laughs> golden books you just flip through in 3 minutes because i was like there's no plot like
2: it was just so self serious about like being so pretentious about how to live your life and <laughs> i don't know and I, but i think it really wanted to be some sort of like opus on grief and it's just like yes. loss and love and like go watch.
1: Well, it, it called, one. yeah, it called me, it gave me, Dana, have you seen The Rover? Mm-mm. I know Jackie has not yet, and we've talked about it before, but it's a movie that I do, I really quite like. But uh, I forget, why is his name? The director of Animal Kingdom. It's A24, and they did it years ago. And it was, it gave me callbacks to that in a way. Uh, that's Guy Pierce and Robert Pattinson. But it, whereas this kind of like, this mission that you're kind of like, okay, like what, you know, what do you want this so bad for? You know, which again, I get, I'm an animal person and was like, I absolutely want him to get this pig back because it's so sad. But in general, I just mean like the seriousness that's taken to everything, whatever. And it kind of like is peeling back the onion, and the layers and learning about this person. And it is about processing grief and loss and all these different things. And the man, the the line in that film, I think the tag is like, fear the man who has nothing left to lose. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And that's very much resonated here a little bit. But for me, just in a way that didn't feel nearly as effective.
0: So, I think by the end, I was like, oh, it might actually be the other guy's story. Like, if you look at it that way, it it makes a little more sense. But then you spend most of your screen time with that gauge. It definitely was. I was like, eh.
1: But then I also didn't think the other guy's story with this, like, father who's really big in the truffle trade (laughs) and him wanting to be in on it and the father being like, you can't handle the truffle trade.
2: I just didn't think that was interesting
1: to me. I was like, I get it's about, you know, feel it wanting to feel accepted by your father or parents and this and that and wanting yeah. you know i get that but it just felt like pick anything else but this, this truffle black market this i just weird I,
0: truffle but black how else would he black get black his pig back <laughs>
1: I was like, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe the truffle game is really intense, and I, I just don't know. I love truffles, so and if they, if, they and if know. it
2: was, then they needed to set that up better because, like, was-
1: the world felt very like our world, and just a really weird subset of people living in it that I
2: don't believe <laughs> <exists. laughs> that were like real serious you know? about truffles. Like they're killing people over truffles, over so truffles, pigs over truffles, and hiring like drug addicts. Well, then when he's like, wants the
1: pig back, and the obviously pig. the pig had, yeah, had since passed, but. When he's like, I'll give you fifteen thousand dollars to walk away. And then he's like, twenty-five thousand dollars, twenty-five million, and he blah, blah, blah. and I was like, Wait a second, like you're so worried about this guy outdoing you in the truffle game. Like, just buy him then. Just be like, Here, I'll start paying you double what my son's paying you, or what you know, whatever. And I'll and Nicholas Cage probably would have been like, Okay. No, like, he wouldn't. He was about his, integrity. No, but before his pig got taken. <laughs> like if, if that got No, had I come don't think he, I don't
0: think he would have. So okay, but hear me out. So question is how much do you two watch documentaries about restaurants and like that sort of whole industry and
1: not a lot. Not a lot. I a I know amount. truffle's expensive, but I don't watch it. I
0: well I watch a lot of the like David Ching stuff on
2: Netflix if that's
0: Yeah, I think that's like in a similar vein. And I don't know I don't know about the truffle trade itself, but I <laughs> I would say like watching a lot of stuff about <laughs> the Truffle trade. <laughs> you know the truffle trade. <laughs> oh, watching you know. a lot of stuff about I don't know the restaurant industry especially in the last few years ha- did i think give me like a more more of an investment in this film that it may not have been fairly earned right but it's just like oh i w- i found some of it more believable yeah because i was like yeah this is stuff i've seen like demonstrated in documentaries not fictional yeah. things right so i'm like okay i could actually you know it's a stretch but yeah is there could there be a mm-hmm. secret underground ring where people pay to beat up chefs totally you know, it's so cutthroat and competitive and chefs are assholes. Certain chefs are assholes. Like, I could totally see this being a thing. Uh, you know, the whole, like, what type of restaurant did you want to start? When he serves that, like, weird, fancy meal, yeah. I was like, I mean, I'm I'd very excited for like whatever's that. about yeah. to occur. Yeah. So, yes, I agree. I don't think... Well, we could be wrong. Why should there be a whole truffle tray that we don't know about? Yeah. That, like, and it and actually exists in order to come.
1: They're going to come for us yeah, right now. that's true. We're talking bad I think, about it. Does I anyone,
2: think my- do any of us secretly have somebody's pig? Like... Yeah. No, don't give my I, address away, please. I don't want I the don't truffle trick me here. I will say my favorite character was Truffle Queen, old lady who took no shit. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. She was hardcore. Yeah. She
0: turned she on a dime. She was like, did you, you, you what? You took the pig? Uh-uh. She was not
2: happy. But Something it. I was just
1: very, and I think Jackie agreed, well, I know Jackie agreed, very offended about the whole time was this man not cleaning himself up yes, at all it was and disgusting. just never showering. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I wanted him to shower and I know that was part of the point, but it was just like, and then he's just cooking food, and people are just eating it and stuff.
2: I mean, I'm glad they showed the shot of him washing his hands before he cooked the food, but I still would not have eaten anything that that man's face was well, near. near. I
0: also was like, "How did he get into the fancy restaurant dress like that?" Like that Never. was mad. Yeah. I,
1: right I did appreciate random bakery owner who had salted bread. Oh,
2: that looks yeah, so salted good. bread sounded good. I was yes. like, I want to try that. I wanted that. Yeah,
1: and I, I it was interesting so- to see, you know, Alex Wolf. The guy who played the the kid character Ew! he touched one of the
2: pastries and then put it back i oh
1: i know i was like (laughs) i was like oh god
2: she's gonna throw away the whole thing
1: yeah but like alex wolf i I thought it was a different role for him Mm -hmm. and i didn't think he did a bad job
0: no oh really quick going back to space jam and new legacy i have to give credit to whoever played young lebron that kid like tried his he was the best actor oh yeah he tried to get But anyway, back to the truffle trade. Okay, fine. It wasn't for you two. I appreciate you giving it a try. Uh, maybe it's because I watched so many Nick Cage films that I was like, oh, this is a much more mainstream one comparatively.
2: Yeah, it it might be. We'll try again at the next one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be your, the, your, your ultimate goal in life is going to be to get... To get you... A- to be fair, we've talked about this, but like I have liked movies with Nicolas Cage in them. It's just...
2: Oh, I do. I like, don't
1: tend to gravitate. So I him. think
2: the the two that popped in my head, and I haven't seen either of them in a very long time, so it's really hard to know. But the two I liked The Rock the last time sure. I saw it. I don't, yeah, The Rock's fun.
1: I, mean, I don't yeah. know bon fun. how fun.
2: Um, and I also really liked, um, and this is a weird one, Honeymoon in Vegas with Sarah Jessica. That's Park. not weird.
0: So I think I think there's eras of Cage, right? It's like yeah, you know, there's. Nick Cage being a very serious actor, and sometimes the roles are a little kookier. Like Wilder, oh, like Moonstruck was is... good too. Yeah, but he's in a ton of good stuff. And oh, yeah, then...
1: Raising Arizona. There's plenty of yeah. things. Yeah. And then I also like uh, what do you call it? I mean, I love kick Us and I I think he's Ooh. great in that. Like I think Ooh. he plays that. Role what do you perfectly. two think of
2: his Ghost Rider? Oh, I don't I think mean, about it a lot. I don't think I... any. <laughs> I was like, I don't think about it at all. I mean, remember, <laughs> he,
1: didn't he pee fire? Like I was like, this is too much. Oh, yeah, I wasn't Wait, into it.
2: What the remember being you two bad. worked at?
1: I was Thank at you. Century Twenty One oh, okay. when it when it opened and I did have to dry run it and I did have to watch it twice because it broke one time. We had to rebuild it. Uh, what
2: is a chose? Now I right? I mean Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was funny because yeah, our, our one of our marquee people who'd go out and do the whole thing, he ran out of G's and he put a C <laughs> and like one of our coworkers that I'm still friends with to this day, Jackie's closer to her than I am, but yeah, it's just a chost writer. She goes, What is a choast? And how do you write it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's like and so this day, every time I think of that movie, that's what I think of. I think there yeah, are worse
1: that. non-MCU adaptations of okay. comic book properties, sure. but I do not watch it.
2: Okay. Because I,
0: I there's like eras of Cage. So there's like serious actor in a cage. And I feel like there was like trying to be in these super mainstream movies, like Ghost Riders 1, National Treasure. The
1: Wicker, the Wicker Man. No, I
0: think Wicker Man is like a different, because that's his that's like art way. bonkers phase, I feel like.
1: Okay. But uh, Sorcerer's,
0: Sorcerer's Apprentice. You know, like the dis the huge Disney film. Like these are huge films with huge budgets. And then there's just like off the rails Nick Cage. And that is my favorite Nick Cage. And that's been the last we we that's the era of cage we are in.
1: Yeah, that's why I turn away from Cage lately, is it's just like I I feel like everything he does is so like, what the hell is this choice? But I guess it's just because he wants to. I don't know.
0: I think so well, one, probably major debt. Two yeah. Yeah, I think just because he wants to, and those are my favorite ones to watch because they make no sense whatsoever, and I love all of them because they, they're just it's it's its own genre of film, right? It's not like it's <laughs> not. Its and you know,
1: Dana, film. I will continue to support you on your journey. Thank you. And, uh, thank you. For I your... will, I will uh, be over here. <laughs> let me know when you're back. <laughs> 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 you know, have I hope you continue to have so much fun with it. I,
0: I thank you, thank you. <laughs> I've, I can't. God, I've watched like three or four Nick Cage films this year that are like. Because that's how he's prolific in his willingness to be in anything.
1: He's one of those actors who he's been perfectly decent in certain roles. Oh, Adaptation. He was... Yeah. Well, at Meryl Streep. Yeah, you got to
0: give him credit for...
1: But, Mm -hmm. like, he's been, like, really fine in certain roles. He's been good in certain roles. He's been terrible in other roles, whatever. But he's one of those actors who's kind of become, like a parody of himself mm-hmm. in a way where it's like this, this kind of Keanu Reeves in a similar way oh. where people always, always kind of mm-hmm. talked about him being such a bad actor, all this, whatever. And then, but he's a really nice guy in real life. And then sometimes there's roles where people actually like him in them. And then now he's like kind of this thing.
0: A lot of people love. him. I mean, I love but, Keanu Reeves.
1: <laughs> oh no, totally. I don't, I don't have anything bad about it. I just mean like, he's not like the greatest, strongest actor. of No, all time. I
0: will, But when you use but, it right, like I would say like John Wick, yeah. is like a perfect role for him.
1: Yeah, I still quite like him in the Matrix. Even you know, yeah. even though it could have been he could have been more compelling, but I like him. But
0: I think those are similar, right? They're like they don't. Yeah, n- you don't need a awesome quiet, character. unsuspecting yeah. guy. You don't yeah. have to say a lot of <laughs> words.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. But but then other times it's like, but he is kind of like when he is bad, it's like this almost caricature of Keanu Reeves or like but Nick Cage in that way. I so think, it's like
0: I think the difference is that Keanu Reeves is aware of how he is perceived. Because we don't know what Keanu Reeves's inner life is like, you know, he could be, uh, but but like uh, when he's in, when he was in, I, this actually kind of ties into Space Jam, when he was in Always Be My Maybe as Keanu Reeves, Um, it was mm -hmm. the funniest thing. It was this like, it was like LeBron in Trainwreck where you're playing this like perfect, you're playing a hilarious version of yourself and you're aware that it's a version of yourself versus LeBron in Space Jam A New Legacy where he is trying too hard to be like, this is the real me. It's like, well, the real you is not that interesting off the court. So go away. I don't think Nick Cage, I don't know if Nick Cage, you know, maybe he does. And maybe he's just the greatest character actor of all time and that he's always performing as Nick Cage at this point. (laughs) Yeah
1: maybe maybe yeah. that's maybe the joke's on us
0: yeah. yeah we could be witness to the greatest performance art that has ever been yeah. known
1: i mean pig best <laughs> film of the year probably will be you know
0: not space jam a new legacy debatable
1: no i mean that'll be nominated you have to, you have to acknowledge
0: uh, it's better than space you have jam. to
1: acknowledge it it has to be nominated and don cheadle has to be nominated as well oh god
0: but, yes for the uh, razzies but yeah yeah okay well i appreciate you giving it a try of course. Yeah. Listen, it
1: was an excuse to sit in a theater, and I had to so go So I'm not mad about it. There you go. No, I
0: always like going to theater. And we learned about yeah. the truffle trade. So,
1: <laughs> and I learned a lot yeah. about the truffle trade. And in fact, when I eat truffle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think harder about it. I'm gonna appreciate it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But also be grossed out that someone like Nicolas Cage that yeah. dirty probably probably made, dug out of the ground. Yeah, but you know,
0: or a pig. Luckily, did. But the pig probably is probably cleaner.
2: Yeah, For
1: we pig is much cleaner mm-hmm. and cute.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Well,
0: thank you both. Yeah,
1: thank you. I think. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes, guess. Yeah, I was like, wait, this Great week? Is, yeah, for
0: yeah, I, I made us suffer this week.
1: <laughs> it's like my strongest week to date. I think.
0: <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt for joining. And now a couple of quick follow up points. So, yes, Terminatrix is indeed one of Ravana Renslayer's mantles in the Marvel universe. She appears in Earth six three one one Earth six one six. I believe is the timeline that we are normally in, but. There's clearly going to be so much to unpack with this multiverse thing. We don't know what's happening. Also, we do now know, apparently, that we will be getting both Miss Marvel and Hawkeye this year on Disney+. So lots to look forward to. And finally, this is so minor, but yes, the tagline for the rover is indeed Fear the Man with nothing left to lose. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.